Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get your free audiobook by going to audibletrial.com slash Lutheran Cartographer. The Lutheran Cartographer, Episode 6. Hey everybody, today we are joined by Pastor Zickler of Grace Lutheran Church in Western Springs, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago. Alrighty, Pastor Zickler, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, and how you've come to be where you are now. I'm originally from the Indianapolis area, a town called Fishers, which is uh, was was kind of a small like farm town when, when I was growing up, and now is a, a big suburb of, of Indianapolis. Um, so grew up there, went to Indiana University, and, um, and majored in real estate finance there. And then my uh, about halfway through my junior year, decided I wanted to go into the ministry. So I uh, finished my real estate degree and then worked for about three years at a mortgage company, which uh, was right at the peak of the, the big mortgage boom in the early 2000s. And, um, and then moved to, to Fort Wayne to go to seminary in 2006 and um, vicared in, in Seattle, Washington at Messiah Lutheran Church in Seattle. And then uh, went back for to finish my, my master's in divinity. Uh, ended up staying another year to work on what's called a master's of sacred theology, and then took a, my first call to uh, to a parish, and that was in 2011, St. Paul Lutheran Church in, in Oak Lawn, Illinois. So a uh, suburb on the so- southwest side of Chicago there, kind of a nearer suburb. And then um, in 2014, I, I received the call to, to Grace Lutheran Church in Western Springs, which is where I currently serve, and I've been there for the past five years. And uh, it's a, a, a great pleasure to serve there. And uh, we have, we're a congregation of about 150 members. We got about 80 or so on a Sunday. And, uh, but it's a, a great joy to, to serve the saints there and, and a huge blessing to me. Excellent. So help orient us a little bit. Now, what district are you in and how, what exactly part of Chicago are you, are you in? Sure, I'm in the, the Northern Illinois district, so that's basically the, the northern third of, of Illinois, and um, most of our congregations are in the, the Chicago area. Uh, the portion of Chicago that I'm in is the, the, the western suburbs, uh, and it is um, kind of nearer western, but it's not western suburbs. It's not, not right on the edge of Chicago, but it's also not, you know, for example, as far out as some of the, the further ones like Naperville or... Uh, even uh, Aurora's way way further out there, um, but we're we're kind of Western Springs is tucked between the, the towns of, of Hinsdale and, and Lagrange, and um, mo- a lot of people haven't heard of Western Springs, but they've heard of, of those or maybe Oak Brook. We're not too far from Oak Brook either. I see. So tell us a little bit more about what you like and what you don't like about the area. Let's start with what you like and how compares with some of the other places you've been? I actually like Chicago more than I thought I would. Uh, when I was coming out of seminary, I knew I didn't want to be in a small town, but when I was called to the Chicago area, I kind of thought, that's a really big city, and I wasn't sure how much I would like that. You know, big cities have uh, a lot of traffic that goes along with that. Thankfully, I live in, in a parsonage right next to the church, so my commute's about 30 seconds. That's a great commute. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so I like that. I like my commute. As a whole, I, we really like being in the Chicago area. There are so many great things here, you know, the, the museums and opportunities for basically anything because it's such a big city. There's almost anything you could ask for here. So we really like having all those things 
you know, within a relatively short drive. So that's that's probably our, our favorite thing is to have access to almost anything you could want. So just that big city atmosphere that really affords you the opportunities to do unique and interesting things like going to them, those museums, going to those concerts, that kind of thing? All right, excellent. That kind of thing, yeah. So what would you say that you get in Chicago that you might not get in maybe another big city? Like, well, Seattle isn't as big as Chicago, but how would you contrast it with like your time in Seattle, for example? <laughs> I, I think the thing I appreciate about Chicago in contrast to, to Seattle is that it's still Midwestern, you know? Um, for example, when I would run in Seattle, I, I, being a, a Midwesterner, my, my instinct is to nod and smile and like wave to people. And in Seattle, they would look at me like I was crazy, you know, <laughs> probably stalking, you know. <laughs> so I'm sure you can, can appreciate that. <laughs> yes, I can. Although as a, as a Seattle native, I perhaps don't appreciate as, as much as the contrast as much as you do. <laughs> <laughs> right. I probably noticed it a little bit more. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, so that's something I really like is, you know, is here you still get a little bit more of the Midwestern warmth, I, I think, and, and, and friendliness and, and that kind of thing. So, uh, so that's one of the things I appreciate is even though it's such a big city, I, I feel like it's a it's a friendlier city than than some other big cities can be. That makes sense. So let's transition a little bit to maybe the not so great parts of Chicago. What would you say are like some of the uh, this isn't so great about being in this area? Traffic. Okay. Traffic basically pauses from about 10 o'clock until two o'clock. And, and if you want to go somewhere during the day, that's the time to go. Otherwise, you know, if you're going anywhere that's toward the city or major, major thoroughfares, yeah, you're going to hit traffic. <laughs> so, so that's that part we, we don't like so much. What, one of the things that's also harder, uh, and this isn't uh, Chicago per se, although it connects to being in Chicago, the regulations of the state in terms of um, some of the political things, especially with abortion and that kind of thing, you know, that's uh, abortion is so unregulated here in so many ways. For example, when when you're driving out of Missouri now, because Missouri has created an environment where there are so few abortion clinics, they actually have a sign that says, welcome to Illinois, where you can have a safe legal abortion. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So they're advertising being in the state for that that reason. That's disheartening. It's hard to hard to. Uh, kind of stomach stuff like that. So let me talk about one of the stereotypes that some people might have about Chicago. And then why don't you tell us a little bit about if that actually is a thing and if it is, how much it, much it affects you. Okay. One of the things when I think about Chicago, I think of that corrupt politics. Does that affect you or your church much besides what we've already talked about? So far, I don't notice it affecting, you know, the, 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 the church all that much. I think for the people that are actually, because I'm not in the Chicago city limits. I'm in Cook County, which is the county where Chicago is, but I'm not, not actually in Chicago. So I think okay. those churches maybe, maybe feel that a little bit more. Thankfully, you know, we, we have pretty wide berth. I mean, it's not like I feel like, you know, there's somebody spying on my congregation to catch us in some kind of tax issue or something like that, you know. Okay. So that, that part's good. But um, I think the way that, that the abortion law went through to kind of piggyback on what I was saying was totally an example of that. It, it had been in a committee and um, and there had been such an outcry with the, the, the law as it was in the committee from the pro-life groups that it got pushed off the table. And then they subtly sent it over to another committee and then announced it with the absolute minimum time, which was like an hour 
and then push it through on the night before Memorial Day. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really, I, I thought it was really underhanded and dishonest. That is shocking. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, here the voice of the people had been heard, and, and they acknowledged that by taking it off the table and then slid it somewhere where they could just push it through. And, you know, the, to me, that, that so doesn't represent the will of the people. Yeah. So let's transition a little bit to a new subject. What's it like raising a family in, in the Chicago suburbs? The, the community that we're in is actually, it's a really family-oriented community. So that's really nice. And, and I think that in a lot of ways, Chicago land as a whole has enough of that culture still there. Um, you know, there's a, there's a very heavy Roman Catholic population in the city. So that kind of helped maintain, maintain some of that. So with that, I think it's it's a you know especially in the suburbs, it's a good place to raise a family as a whole. You see, there are stories of some things, kind of of the the cultural challenges that we have. You know where there is some wrestling with some of that, but as a whole, it's not it's not like it's being pushed on us as much as it is in other places. I wouldn't be surprised if in the next few years it would be because because of of, of Illinois' political position as a whole or Chicago's political position as a whole. But um, but for the time being, it's really a little more balanced than probably some of the other big cities are. Okay. Going back to what you were saying earlier, it still has that Midwest feel in terms of that family friendliness. And then also there's the Roman Catholic population that steers it in a more family friendly direction as well. I think so, yeah. Okay. That's my perception of it. And that's, you know, being, that's probably, that might be something that being in the suburbs I don't get as much exposure to as, for example, you would in the city. Okay, I see. Probably a little bit more prevalent there. Tell us a little more about the school situation. Are there good private school options there as well? Lutheran schools or or other religious schools that you think are good options? I think with it being the size of city it is, we have a, a lot of options for school. Although, as I say that, my wife and I actually homeschool. So... <laughs> Wonderful. We, we would say we're those crazy homeschoolers. I, I would not put it that way. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it's funny because we started doing that just um, kind of out of the realization that, that education is the responsibility of the parent. And no matter what the option you choose for that, you have to understand that if you're not doing it, you're delegating it. Right. And, and that's which is OK. It's not it, my, my wife has a is a broad education background. So that's something why, part of the big part of the reason why we feel more comfortable doing it. But it is interesting as we've been doing it, there have been so many ways where we've been glad that we have because, you know, there's so many things that are being taught in the schools now that are so so counter to to what we as Christians want to teach our children. So we've been pleased about that. But even with that said, there are there are a lot of great school options here. You know, there are there are a lot of a lot of Catholic schools. Uh, we have a fair number of Lutheran schools, unfortunately that is, is shrinking significantly. Since I've been here, the congregation I served before had a school, and that's closed. And I know of, of, a, of a handful of other schools that have closed as well, another school in my circuit. We have, they, they historically had, I can't remember if it was four or five high schools, Lutheran high schools in the Chicagoland area, and that's down to one. For the time being, that's sound financially, but I think that they have their own struggles. And so there are, there are def- definitely challenges as far as, as far as all that goes. Um, probably the most successful in terms of attendance and and, um, and, and financials and all that is, are probably the, the Catholic schools because of the, the fairly large Catholic population. 
So usually I don't delve into this topic on this podcast, but I'm curious, since you did mention it, what are the state laws in Illinois like for homeschooling? Is it pretty tolerant, pretty favorable? What's it like? For it you? is actually extremely tolerant. And I think it's because <laughs> I kind of phrase it like it's it's because of all the old hippies that wanted to homeschool years ago when they were worried about the opposite things that I'm probably worried about now, you know. And um, it, but they, they are I mean, it's. It's so, and I don't mean this in a political sense, but but just so liberal that you know you don't have to report that you're homeschooling. Even. I mean that's it, it, they are very very hands off at this point with it, which is kind of surprising because you wouldn't necessarily expect that to be the case. But um, but that that it, it is it's very very hands off right now. Let's take a moment to thank our sponsor. If you're listening to this podcast on your device, you already know the power of having audio on the go. And Audible wants to put the books that you would love to listen to right into your ears with a free 30-day trial of their service. You can check out a wide variety of audiobooks, and if you'd like a suggestion, you can get Martin Luther's Table Talk, Seven Hours of the Wit and Wisdom of Martin Luther, on your device for free, but there are a wide variety of options to choose from if you'd rather not listen to Table Talk. So go to audibletrial.com slash Lutheran Cartographer to start your free 30-day trial today. All right, so let's transition to some fun things. If someone were going to visit your area, what hidden gems or restaurants or activities would you recommend that they check out? Oh, man, there's there's so much stuff to do here. Uh, some of our favorite things are the, the Brookfield Zoo. We live We live very close to the Brookfield Zoo which is one of the biggest zoos, I think, in the country. It's great. We have a membership and, and go numerous times a year. That That's always a fun one. We, we live near something called the Morton Arboretum, which is almost like a nature preserve. There, there actually are a lot of park preserves nearby, which are really nice, too. But the Morton Arboretum is, is a little bit different. It's a little more organized than some of those in terms of, of having exhibits and, and places to go where you can see different kinds of flora and fauna. So that's that, that's one of the places we really like to go to. I, I, I like beer, and there are a lot of really good craft breweries around, so that's that's always fun. <laughs> nice. Any particular ones that you'd really recommend or call out as like, oh, you got to go here? <laughs> well, the the, the, um, the Lagunitas one, that, that's the, they, they've got a brewery in, in California and the one here. So that's that's always a fun one because it's, it's kind of a, a bigger name, but it's local still. So that's a good one. Goose Island has a handful of places to go. That's that's another one. Uh, and then a, and then a kind of a, a micro one that that uh, I, I've gone to recently that I really liked is one called Microphone. They do a lot of imperial stouts and that kind of stuff, which is the, right up my alley. Nice. Any restaurants that you'd particularly recommend? There's so many good places to eat. One of the the local chains that's really popular is one called Portillo's, and that, so I always like that good good Chicago fare with with uh, Italian beefs and, and Chicago dogs. There's also a place called Paul's that's just very local. That's a, that's a good place. Now, another place called Mickey's that we, that we enjoy. And then we've got a place here in town called Hillgrove Tap that we really like. But that's, uh, it, it's nice. It's just down the street. And, and they've got a nice tap list and, and some good Great. Oh, and then there's Lou Malnati's. That's our favorite pizza, deep dish Chicago pizza. What was the name of that again? Lou Malnati's. We call it Lou's. <laughs> I think I've I've heard of their deep dish pizza. They're pretty well known for it, aren't they? 
Yeah, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> There's Lou's and uh, Giordano's and Gino's East, and um, I'm trying to think of. There's another place called Pequots. It's got really good. You know, Chicago deep dish pizza is kind of it's it's its own thing. It's it, it doesn't matter where you get it. It's always good. <laughs> Excellent. I want to circle back to something you said earlier in our conversation when I when I ask about, hey, what do you like about the area? You mentioned the museums. Any particular museums that you'd really recommend checking out? Well, the oh man, the, our favorite is the Museum of Science and Industry, and I think that's one that you know, people all over know about. Um, especially with we've got four kids. The oldest is eleven, and the youngest is two. And um, you know that age group, they love they love to go there. So that's. That's uh, that's probably our favorite, but the field museum is great, the aquarium is great, the planetarium is great, and and the, the we we also like the art institute downtown. Those are all places we frequent. So let's go ahead and transition into some advice from you for our listeners, and that. First question would be, if someone, let's say they have a job offer in the Chicago area, what would your advice be to them as they're considering whether or not they should move? What kind of person do you think is best suited to that area or what type of family? You know, I think that there's such a variety of people here. It's such a such a big city that almost anybody can probably find a, a niche where they would fit in. I think that unless you, you're somebody who doesn't like the city, um, you know, if you don't like the city, then then don't move to Chicago because it's definitely city. It's uh, a city. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that, I guess that would be the the only type of person that I would probably discourage. But apart from that, I probably would give the same advice that I give would give to anybody, and that's when when you're looking at moving somewhere, find a, a connection for your church life. We so often don't think about that in terms of. You know, we could move just because we get a job or, 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 or whatnot, and we say, well, I'll figure that out when I get there. But I, I, I really strongly advise people to figure that out before you get there because it's such an important thing to be able to have that, that community that we have in the church. It's the most important thing in terms of, of what we receive from our Lord there, forgiveness of sins and word and sacrament. But it's also important that we find a place where we have that support that the, that the body of Christ gives and only the body of Christ can give. Absolutely. Yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, Pastor Mencken once mentioned that he had some parishioners that didn't figure out until they got there that their the nearest LCMS church was two hours away, which is kind of crazy to think about. But as certainly, as you said, like as that's one of the corner is the cornerstone of our life, that that's definitely something we should think about beforehand rather than figuring it out afterwards as an afterthought yeah other thoughts you have for people looking to to move to chicago either places neighborhoods you'd recommend obviously you know they should all go to it's graceless right grace i was gonna say yeah definitely you should come to grace in western springs you know (laughs) (laughs) that goes without saying (laughs) Uh, you know i think one thing i could say is there are so many good lutheran churches here that's something that's nice is we do we really have a lot of a lot of good solid congregations in here, which is nice. And and, and you know you you could can find a, a good you know, confessional congregation, as I would call it, within um, you know almost in, within a half hour from almost anywhere in the Chicago area, which is that's good. And I'm, I'm trying to think what else. Um, something else that's kind of cool is that the congregation in which the Articles of Incorporation for the Missouri Synod were signed is here in Chicago. So that's kind of a fun fun tidbit and. 
just something that's nice for people to know. But in terms of the more more valuable stuff, that's something I think is helpful. Is that you, you, there are there are a number of good congregations around the city. Any other thoughts you have about either contrasting it with previous places you've been or closing thoughts about the Chicago area? Yeah, it's a good question. I, I think one of the things that I appreciate about the Chicagoland area is that there has been a fairly good Lutheran history here. It's it's not as though you know you find a lot of Lutherans necessarily in the population. It, it's probably pretty consistent with a lot of, a lot of places. For example, Indianapolis, I feel like there's a heavily Catholic and Methodist area, whereas at Chicago it's a little bit broader so that that's that's kind of kind of kind of nice you know there definitely I would, I would i would say there definitely are challenges the kind of the cultural environment that we have there's some ways where somewhere like indianapolis maybe is a little bit easier to live in as a christian i, I wear a collar all the time something that that uh, pastor lastman my, my vicar supervisor I, I appreciated his advice on that in terms of saying when you when you wear a collar every day then people realize there's a, a christian presence there it's funny because because here the assumption is always that I'm a priest, <laughs> which, which, which says something. But at least that they they realize that there is, um, you know, there is a, a presence of, of, of clergy. And when I get the opportunity to talk to people, which which happens with some regularity, um, and I get the chance to say, well, I'm actually Lutheran, and and maybe you know that strikes up a conversation or something like that. And that's so it's kind of nice to have that sort of culture here where it's not something where. You know, people look at you like you have three eyes because you're wearing a collar or something. Like that. All right. As we close the interview, are there any places that you'd like to send our listeners? Any places to follow you online? Definitely link to uh, your church's webpage on our show notes. Is there any other place that you'd like to to send people? Twitter or anything like that? I am I am woefully uh, inadequate in my online presence, so <laughs> I would just just graces would probably be it. Uh, you know, at some point maybe I'll, I'll get on the stick with that kind of thing, but uh, for right now I, I I I don't have anything like that. Any yet. parting thoughts for our listeners today, Pastor Zickler? Pray God's blessings to to, to your hearers and and uh, and to you as you're kind of considering where, where, what your future holds and and uh, your future in. in in terms of your relationship to the church and, and uh, the uh, where, where the Lord would, would guide you and and, uh, and and place you for for your faith life. Thank you very much, and God's peace to you, Pastor Zickler. Thank you, Nicholas. Thanks for listening to The Lutheran Cartographer. For more about the things we talked about today, check out the show notes at lutherancartographer.com slash six. I encourage you to check out the Audible offer, for that free audiobook at audibletrial.com slash lutherancartographer. Lastly, if you've been enjoying the show, I would appreciate it if you take the time to rate and review the show on iTunes. That helps this podcast be seen by more people. Please join us next week as we continue to explore the Chicago suburbs. Until then, I'm Nicholas Weber. Thanks for listening. I'll talk with you soon.